Hi, welcome to Talent Talk, the podcast. We, today we have a special one where we're not going to talk about anything useful, but we are definitely going to talk about Star Wars, which is fantastic. So we've got a panel here today, and so I'll start with myself. I'm Mr. Dixon. I'm Mr. Cannon. I'm still Colton. I'm Alex. Mr. McIlan. Mr. Sheehy. Let's get to it. I like that little let's get to it. Is that like your, is that your tagline? <laughs> it's a tagline. That's good. I love a good tagline. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, <laughs> that canon has been discarded at this point, right? So, I mean, it must be. Weren't a bunch of the books like discarded kind of? For, like, uh, we call it legacy instead of canon. That's I right. I see. Yes. Okay, right. yeah, so, most of the books aren't canon. Is, I thought it was Legends. Or is it like that's what it yeah, is? It's legends, legends. yeah. Uh, Which is that Han Solo trilogy that I read is uh, now Legends because they made right because yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they made that. And I gotta say, trilogy. Trilogy. Cause Cause Disney. Disney. Yeah. the Kessel like Run it. was way better in that book than what the crap was they came up with for that Solo movie. Yeah. Well, we're not Let's, we're not here to talk about, about the Solo. Movie. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, okay, I, I, again. so you may have a stronger argument that Solo is better than. Uh, is the, is the best Star Wars movie of all time? Oh, no, you Solo. You want to argue that Solo's one? Solo's one of the worst. If no. it wasn't for like Rise of Skywalker and Episode Three, Solo might be the worst. Well, no, I'm, I'm mocking Mr. Cannon. Oh, we're yeah. Oh. <laughs> I missed that. Sorry, I thought you were being... <laughs> it's genuine. It's okay. Are we now recording? The scene where he meets intro? Chewie is epic. Yeah. I do kind of agree with you there. I don't like that scene. What scene? I don't like that scene. I like the mud. Like, in the mud? It's in fantastic. Mud. And he's like eating great. people or prisoners or whatever. Like He's a hungry Wookiee. Yeah. What's he supposed to eat? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I like, I think back from like the the Legends day. Yeah, like, he saved them as a slave for like, an emperor, em- Exciting, the like enthralling, like, um, like he saw uh, a, they were like on a, like a space station or a spaceship or something, and he was able to rescue them that way, and it wasn't this like ugly mud pit. Like I mean, yeah, literally everything with Solo was wrong. But if you ignore but, that, you can enjoy parts of it. Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Was, ah, that's actually true. Lando Calrissian. Lando was, he, he, did, he didn't really make it. Yeah, Lando mm. Calrissian was the best part of that whole movie. Didn't and they should they should have really made that the Lando Calrissian movie and had Han, Han Solo, Solo and Chewie as side characters. If it had just, yeah. just been called right? Calrissian, yeah. yeah, and then it could have been a really fascinating movie. I, the problem, yeah, because then one, they would have gotten so much wrong. That sa- right. the name sounds like it's some like nineteen eighties fantasy movie. Mm. What exactly? Cal- well, I mean, that's literally when Lando Calrissian was like developed as a character. It was exactly in the 1980s. think of how you could think about it, Colton. Yeah. I mean, that droid and Lando, I. Yeah. Fantastic. What? In the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. I'll watch that. I'd watch and that. I'd hang with that. That should be a yeah. six episode limited series. I, totally I think agree. on Disney Plus. That would be brilliant. I, I think the That'd trouble cool. with that movie is Han Solo is too beloved of a character. And they mm-hmm. started trying to add all this backstory and character to something that too many people had their own views of. Yeah. But Lando, like, there weren't as many opinions about Lando. So you could really explore that character. Right. More. We would be more open to what his early. That's a good point. What I would like to see for a show is at the end of Rise of Skywalker or through Skywalker, Lando was referencing this time he spent with Luke Skywalker hunting for treasures. And I would like to see that as an animated show with Mark Hamill and Billy Dee Williams voicing voicing the characters. That'd be cool. Wasn't that a plot of like the second Star Wars Battlefield game? Or am I forgetting something? Maybe it is. The the second Star Wars Battlefield game have a plot? I'm pretty sure there's a story mode or something. I played it, and I remember thinking, wow, this is terrible. But I don't really remember. (laughs) I meant the gameplay. I don't really remember the story. The gameplay was awful. Just awful. It might have been just a standard Imperial officer or something who they were looking for treasures with. I think you're right, actually. I remember they were looking for treasures somewhere. 
The other cool spinoff show I'd like to see would be with Lando would be um, at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Like there, there was that kind of weird scene where Lando is talking to the former stormtrooper, and, and they're like, "Well, let's go find out where you're from." Mm-hmm. And I'd love to, I'd love to see that as a series where like Lando and some of those uh, kind of bit characters we saw working like the yeah. the, the base kind of work together to try to find homes for the 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 right like Mary or, or was it Pippin? It was it, Mary or Pippin. It was one of them. Yeah, I think it was. Pippin? Was it Pippin? And like Carrie Fisher's No, it was Mary. It was Mary. It yeah. was Mary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I haven't watched that movie yet, but I've seen enough spoilers to know essentially the basic plot, but I'm pretty sure those are Lord of the Ring characters. Yes. I saw, yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw a great meme the other day, which is this picture of like, imagine Jar Jar being mixed with a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh boy. And it says, I would have had more respect for J.J. Abrams if instead of Darth Sidious, we had Darth Jar Jar. Yes. Like, yeah. True. Darth, Darth, I've Jar Jar. I've seen too many theories on that. I'm True. almost anything other than what they did for the Rise of Skywalker would have been better. Almost anything. I think we're in agreement. Yeah, what would have been great at the end of the Rise of Skywalker is if the the movie just started burning and the film, <laughs> like the, you know, the physical film just was destroyed <laughs> right. and the movie just was deleted from existence. It's yeah. just so, a travesty. Yeah. A little throughout to the library here because I can do that. We have a copy of the original Colin Trevorrow script. That they were oh. that he wrote for the original like the, that third installment, um, and then the Disney decided they didn't like Colin Trevorrow and they dumped him, brought G.J. Abrams back in, and I really like that script a lot better. Mm. It actually would have been cool to have like a combo of the two, I think. Yeah. Um, or I don't think it was a perfect script, but it was certainly like there was no Emperor in that one, and uh, Finn had a much bigger role in no. it. And yeah, it Finn's was, like, like one of the big characters, and he really didn't do much of anything uh. in that. Last nope. Movie. No, he didn't. And also, it was like in the second one, like him and Rose are clearly developing a relationship. And for the third one, we're just going to ditch that and halfway through introduce a new character, and that's going to be Finn's girlfriend. It's like, what? You got, like, come on, guys. You already had this. You already yeah. had So they would also be great for that spin off show, right, too, where right. you could have Finn and Rose and Lando and, and like some of these other. Mary. Mary and Princess Leia's daughter, who wasn't really her daughter, but was her real life daughter. I forget her what? name. You mean what? Right? So. One of the no, uh, no. One of the one of the actor uh, is in, uh, in that like um, troop there at the on the base mm. was Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, it was Carrie Fisher's uh, daughter? Yeah, gotcha. I said I said Princess Leia, not Carrie. Well, Fisher. same person, but yeah. I mean, I, if if Rey yeah. is Princess Leia's daughter, that makes the entire scene between Rey and Kylo so much weirder. Mm-hmm. So and you also, can't, you can't yes. have it both ways. Okay, that's fair. That's, so her grandfather yeah. is the emperor, right? But her mother oh. is is Vader's. Ooh, daughter. Oh, now get, I'm get, get yeah, confused. Yeah, get really yeah. Gets confused. I, the other thing my my oh, kids yeah. and I were talking about in the car this morning was how um, by adding the emperor in the last movie, it's not really the Skywalker saga, but like the Palpatine, Palpatine saga. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just he's the Skywalker's like, fighting this yeah. one guy over the years. Yeah. It's literally true. Right. Hmm. So I feel like I want to jump in here and, and set up like the question that brought us here okay, this morning. Um, so uh, Mr. Cannon the other day threw down a pretty bold statement. I want to give him a chance to defend what to me sounds like absolute Star Wars heresy, which is that... <laughs> Uh, Rogue One is the best Star Wars film, period, including the original trilogy. So Yes. That's an unpopular opinion, but I stand by it. Okay, lay, a, lay out the case for us, Cannon. All right. There's not much, like, case for me to lay out. Uh, 
well, that's, in, what makes that's it so true. great. In, that's definitely in true. A com- like in a comparative analysis, it actually is better than all of the other films. Okay, uh, here's here's why. So we know from the start how that film's going to end, right? So we know we know that there has been this um, theft of the Death Star plans. We learned that in A New Hope, all right? And we've always been curious about that story. But we know, because Mon Mothma tells us this, that many lost their lives, many Bothans, which don't get me started on what that means related to Bothans in the books versus in the movies, but many Bothans lost their lives. So we know that whoever pulls off this heist loses their lives. So we go into this movie already knowing the end. And yet... So you like the dramatic irony. We are fully, we are fully committed to the characters. We are fully com- committed to the process. And when it all goes down exactly the way that we expected it to, we are completely satisfied with the ending. And it is gut-wrenching and and sad, despite the fact we knew it was coming all along. Right. I mean, there is something to be said about doomed character uh, plots. Mm -hmm. That doesn't have to mean they're going to die, but just their story has been already written. All prophecies fall into that category. Mm -hmm. Um, Prequels fall into that category. Um, So the um, first three, like the first three Star Wars movies, not the original ones, those yeah, also fall into it because you know Anakin's going to be Darth Vader. It's true. So right. could you not make the same case about Revenge of the Sith? Okay, you could. <laughs> no, you but like, Revenge of the Sith is pretty good. Revenge of okay. the Sith is the worst Star Wars movie that was ever made, and we'll Defend have to debate it. that a different day. <laughs> All right. So my son did say, like my oldest son, he did say Revenge of the Sith is his favorite. He said it's probably not the best, mm-hmm. but he said good it is his favorite. Yeah. He's mistaken. All right, so. So if you dive a little bit deeper and we start to think about characters and character arcs, I think the reason why Revenge of the Sith fails is because Anakin's turn to the dark side is not believable. I don't believe it. I agree with that. Okay. But every character in Rogue One and what that character is there to do and what they accomplish is entirely believable. Like Jin Erso, yeah. she like uh, you know the connection between her father, her and her father as the architect of the Death Star, and his death, and her sort of hate of the rebellion, right? Yeah, and and good. so her character arc is a is a believable one if we're gonna go hero's journey, and so her sacrifice has meaning. Andor, we don't know much about his background, but we we can tell that he is a true believer. And then like the motley crew of supporting characters are themselves also believable. Plus we have the guy, uh, what's Forrest Whitaker's character's name? Um, Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera. We get Saw Gerrera, right? And that whole thing. Forrest Whitaker's good. Right? And, And if I can throw another thing in there is that when I watch that movie, I don't have to think about how this connects to the Jedi. I, I don't have that. to think about how it connects to the Skywalkers. 
I don't have to think about how it connects to any of like our main characters from the original trilogy, the prequels. Uh, and even like the connection to the force within that film is much more mystical and not like practical in this like, you know, in the same way that the Jedi uses the force when wielding a lightsaber. You know, so you're saying it can stand alone. It's a comfort film. Uh, you know what's going to happen and like what the end result is. So you well. watch it to watch to get enjoyment without feeling mm-hmm. like anxious about it. Like Lord of the Rings. Wait, so so can I counter? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like you made a lot of good points here. But I feel like some of your points don't really hold all the way through. Because you're right, the, the like deviation from the original films and doing their own thing. So the film ends on which character? Who's the last one we see? I know it's it's no Leia, the character we never needed to see. We knew where they were. Yeah, they took it a little too far. They kind of slapped us in the face with what we knew it was coming. We didn't need to be slapped in the face. Okay, you can't judge a film based by like its very last frame. Oh, I might disagree with that. I think the whole film comes down to its very last frame. Isn't the last frame Grand Moff Tarkin? Oh. No, the last fame is literally, I think, Princess Leia saying hope. Oh, okay. The plan. It is. Yeah. Well, where's yeah. the Grand Moff Tarkin then? The, that's the that's other issue, is that, like, they force Grand Moff Tarkin in, in a terrible CG way, using dialogue stolen from A New Hope, which really makes it difficult to, like, separate Just, this, because they couldn't, they couldn't leave it alone. So while it is good, to mm-hmm. be the best, it would have to sort of be flaw-free. So okay. what, what Star Wars movie would you well, say is the on. best? So Grand Moff Tarkin is a huge issue. I, I don't terrible computer animation and the fact that he's even, he could have been there, but like in the shadows, not, such, no, not so present. Princess Leia being there. And, and again, like I really like the character Krennic. I think he's really good. But like when he goes to see Vader and their little back and forth, and when Vader makes a pun about don't choke on your aspirations mm. as he's choking him, it's like that... That makes Empire hop above it because Empire is clearly the best Star Wars film. It is. Uh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about a movie called Empire Strikes Back for a second. Oh, so, Empire Strikes Back, not just Empire. All right. Um, oh, not just Empire. So, okay. You've made a great case for why it is a good standalone film and a unique mm-hmm. uh, contribution to the Star Wars series. I think your, your point is taken. You're clearly overselling your point, however, which I appreciate. It brought this podcast to fruition. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw a couple of lines and characters at you, which will remain immortal probably for centuries. Sure. And I would be shocked if in a hundred years anyone was watching Rogue One. People will be watching Empire Strikes Back. A little guy named Yoda shows up for the first time in this film. Yep. Um, Lines like, do or do not, there is no try. Lines like, no, I am your father. Um, and I love you. And I love you, I know. <laughs> Nothing else from? needs to be I said. I just got chills. Said Nothing that. else needs to be said. Leia and Tom, respectively. When they freeze them in carbonite. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you mentioned the hero's journey. This is a contribution to the hero's journey. Mm-hmm the likes of which I think we can compare to Lord of the Rings. I mean, even Beowulf, even, you know, Odysseus. Like, this is, this is a serious contribution to the canon, I would argue. Okay. Not, 
The John so, Cannon? No. <laughs> Not the John no. Cannon. Not a fan of that one. I think, so, and I know you agree with all this. Obviously, you love Empire Strikes Back. Who but, doesn't? But I think fundamentally you're overstepping your argument if you think that the spin-off prequel could surpass the original thing. I just, I think fundamentally that's, that's a, you're, you're running uphill there. Um, so I don't know. Do you have any response to, to those? Yes. Okay. So I can't argue with the quotability of those lines. Like those lines are culturally can you significant. Name, can you name one line from Rogue One that is I, anywhere I close? I can't, no. Uh, okay. Okay. Don't choke on your aspirations, <laughs> Commander. That's fair. That was there. Um, uh, I know the words Rogue One were definitely said. That's true. Yeah, this is Rogue One. You know one. what they That's never true. said in Empire Strikes Back? The Empire, the Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. back. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's conventionally understood that Empire is the best of the original trilogy that of those three films it is the best one and I think it's also not just conventionally understood but like true that the original trilogy is better than the prequel or postquel whatever you call that the trilogy postquel I yeah. can't like postquel post whatever <laughs> those <laughs> movies right and so like it is the the best single film of the best trilogy sure. within the whole pantheon of Star Wars films. Pantheon? Yeah, that was a good word. Yeah, it's a big $5 word right there. Was it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna, did I use it wrong? That's, that's uh, what the big bucks for here. Um, but Empire is actually a boring movie. It's it's a it's, it has Opens the syndrome. with the land snow battle. Okay, I, I wish you had seen Sheehy's face just now. Like, okay, I, I know what you mean. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, you're wrong. This, but this I understand. Is, you're ready? <laughs> this you're is, wrong, but I'll hear you out. This is the movie in a nutshell. This is the movie in a nutshell. Like the opening scene, the battle on Hoth. That was great. That was fun. Snow planet. You get the abominable snowman thing. The you got. You got you got the going around the legs of the walker and knocking yep. it over like fantastic, right? I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Like it's great, okay? <laughs> He's quoting it. Yeah, <laughs> like that scene is great. But then as the ships are going their different directions, Luke goes and yeah, Yoda's fantastic. That's all great. But it is like an hour of whiny Luke on a swamp planet, of just listening to him whine. And having Yoda spit wisdom at him, and having him continue to whine. But Yoda is at first hilarious, and then transitions to like wise Jedi Master. That that's pretty fun oh, to watch. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Luke, Luke is whining. But like the biggest contribution is the um, Seagulls song. Oh. Yes, we can't talk about that right now. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. Um, but like you know, it's 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 like Luke doing a handstand for like forty-five minutes. Like all right. And, and then Yoda this like a is yeah. why you fail. And I then, mean, that's like classic just, lines in those. And then I'm moment. not disagreeing with that, but the actual like, it's boring. And then the Millennium Falcon is just like hiding. It's just hiding the whole time. It's hiding in like attached to the ship. It's hiding by being inside an asteroid, right? It's it's Space running. Worm. It's hiding. It's hiding at the Cloud City. And then they're just in hallways having conversations. And it isn't until the end of the film when we freeze Han Solo and Carbonite and we actually get some Luke-Vader interaction that things are actually interesting and good again. But there's a solid hour and a half 
in the middle know. of that movie you know, that is just boring. But the most exciting part is like literally when Lando's walking them through those hallways, the doors open, there's Vader, Han just doesn't even think, immediately starts blasting, but Vader so powerful he just stops the blast with his bare hand and then pulls the, like that scene is so good. You know, I'm wondering, are you familiar with a filmmaker named Michael Bay? Oh, yes. I'm wondering if he would be more to your taste, given oh. your description. Oh, oh, below the belt, Mr. McConnell. No. no. Hey, The Rock, the Rock is a is one. The Rock yeah. is a great movie. But 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 when compared to Rogue One, mm -hmm. which has multiple different settings throughout the film, right? It's more visually spectacular when they are escaping. Uh, the planet where Saw Gerrera is, I don't know what that planet is called, but when they are escaping that and getting out of that while the planet is literally being destroyed by the Death Star is pretty epic. It's a pretty epic escape right there. And the whole battle on Scarif is fantastic, right? The fact that the battle is happening on the ground while the battle is happening, you know, above the planet outside that of, of that barrier and they have to figure out a way to do that, and it's the race against time. Um, I think the villain is a good villain. I think we get to see some inner sort of workings of the Empire and the decay in the Empire, which is, like, really good. It's not stuff that we, we just get, like, a big bad with the other Star Wars movie. Like, we have bad Darth Vader, who has this Empire behind him, and then bad uh, uh, Darth Sidious, like Emperor, that has this whole like apparatus behind him. But then in Rogue One, we get to see the actual like decay of the of the Empire, and then we get the guy who who um, uh, the guy who Riz Ahmed. I don't remember what his character's name is, but he's the one who the pilot who escapes. Yeah. That's like says like I know all this information. I can get you guys in there, and they have to go into that planet and fly low, and it's all good, right. and it's got a great droid. I, I have to say, like, that droid made that movie. Like, C-3PO, like, I like C-3PO, but he gets a little annoying at times. Oh. This droid yeah. is a brilliant droid. Great droid. Yeah, it's so a great true. droid. Every new Star Wars movie and other piece of media has to have a new droid that is even more lovable than the last. Or was what, BB-8? BB-8, yeah. um, The new Star Wars game that came out, the one with... Wait, the prequels didn't have any new droids? Yes, I, but... They oh, right, were, but you weren't born, so in your mind, the, the prequels and the original trolls, you're all just one starting point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> um, it was at, um, they started adding new stuff and new droids trying to one-up themselves after mm. the original trilogy, and I feel like that's kind of when it started going downhill. I haven't seen... I would argue that R2 seen, He totally is, but there's yeah. no new droid in the prequel. I yes, haven't even seen the last... As a C-3PO. The, what, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, the last one? They brought in another new droid. Your theory holds there. Yep. There was the, um, I think it was the square one in the new Star Wars game. Um, I forget what his name was. but Oh, the little guy that hangs out on your like your back or whatever yeah. as you're running around? Oh, yeah, I did yeah. not like him. So I'm going to give you a mulligan cannon. This, so I think your argument clearly doesn't hold up for the original <laughs> series. Yeah, I need a mulligan so for that? He, so here's I have to start the, over? So here's the mulligan. The mulligan is this, where this argument really wants to be uh -huh. is what is the best movie since the original trilogy? That, I think, is an interesting conversation. I think Rogue One is an interesting candidate for that. Mm -hmm. For me, I would argue Last Jedi which I know is an unpopular position I, among I the youngins agree. especially. I but I think that is an interesting head-to-head -head battle, is which is the better film. So, and to me, on the one hand, you have 
nostalgia, cleverly done nostalgia versus breaking new ground and actually really making it about the kind of psycho spiritual journey of the originals. And I think for me, that's the more interesting road than giving me overly aggressive Darth Vader kicking butt and 3D, like literally like the, the vision, the like nostalgia vision is so intense. It like, it's almost like coming back in memory in this like 3D goofy way and Rogue One at, at various times. So it's like, do you want the like nostalgia or do you want something new? And for me, it's, Je it's Last Jedi. I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit because we don't have a lot more time in the argument. But I think that's where the argument wants to be. I, I would uh, I would kind of almost agree with that. I think there's just one scene that kind of destroys the Last Jedi, and that's the the casino scene, oh. like with the the things running through the casino. Like that, I think was was a little too goofy and silly. But I love how the Last Jedi really did break new ground and explore some different things, and it was very like subversive. Like you you mm -hmm. saw you wanted Luke Skywalker to be this great awesome hero, and then he's just this flawed person mm -hmm. who's got a lot of you know post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, and he, but he rises back up at the end to, to be the, the hero that he needed to be and make the sacrifice and everything. And um, I just thought it was just an absolutely wonderful twist and, and really kind of played with things. And that's what I think why people don't like it is because it doesn't have that nostalgia. Mm -hmm. It doesn't follow the, the mm -hmm. unwritten rules of Star Wars that, you know, we can drive ships into each other and do massive damage that way. You know, like, we're not supposed to do that in Star Wars, you know? That, but that's my take on breaks it. Breaks the ship. Breaks yeah. the ship. Yeah, it does. But, like, that's sometimes what you got to do. You know, the Haldo maneuver. It's like, the Haldo maneuver. Like, we don't do the Haldo maneuver. Like, but it's a tactic, right? I think it's interesting that you bring up nostalgia because I'm convinced that most arguments that hold up the original trilogy as oh. being the best are based largely around nostalgia. And the reason why people think they are the best is mostly because they were mm. the originals. Mm. I will totally back that up. My favorite is hands down Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And that was the first one I saw in the movie theater. It was just mind-blowingly amazing to me. I understand that it's got flaws, but to me, it's still the favorite. And I actually love the Ewoks. I think they're actually a really important part of the story to that this like diminutive figures that can have an impact the on the universe, empire. right? Like even the, these little tiny guys, they don't have technology, but like right. no armor, no guns. But look at the impact they had. So, like to me, I like even like that. But I totally agree that there's a, like a nostalgia factor that goes into my love of Return of the Jedi. Unpop Which unpopular opinion? The Phantom Menace is the best. Agree. That is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> totally best agree. movie yes. or best of the prequels? Definitely the, the best of the prequels. Best Definitely the prequels. by by like leaps and bounds. One Jar Jar was introduced. <laughs> Two. He just sees that this humor at this point. I can't tell. <laughs> He's just trolling us. <laughs> yes. Right. No, episode one is amazing. No, no, keep keep going on with your points. What? You said um, one. Qui-Gon was pretty fun. Oh, uh, he was great. And he died, so it's great. Um, Darth Maul's a great villain. Yeah, oh, yep. one of the best. awesome. That's one of the best lightsaber battles. And he gets too. cut in half. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the um, boss fight in the Lego Star Wars game is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there it is. We're counting the movies. It. Yeah. That's All right, I'm pretty sure we're out of time, but th there is my opinion on this. Um, we never mentioned the one flaw in Empire, so I'm just like, 
you know, just saying since like my whole argument against Mr. Cannon's theory was that the movie has flaws and that Empire is the best. So right. Someone should have pointed out the one flaw in Empire. What was the one flaw in Empire? Nobody knows about the one flaw in Empire. Was it the kill? Is, is this like a well-known <laughs> flaw that we all should know? I feel like it, everyone should know it, but it seems to be overlooked all the time. Okay. Uh, how long does Luke spend on Dagobah? Oh, yes, no. The, the time thing is a little wonky there. Oh, yeah. How, yeah, long, that's how true. long does Luke spend on Dagobah? It seems like he's there for a while. Months, maybe? Yeah. How long are they in the asteroid field? Like uh, a couple hours. hours. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't, it, that's a problem. doesn't so, really add up. Uh, that's the bell. Oh, right. Um, so we've Stay had a wonderful long. podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll have to continue this conversation. We should time. do one that is why episode three is the worst piece of garbage that has ever been made. What, what is the that. worst could be the. Could I would argue. All right. I'm, I'm yeah, just going to get up and leave because right. I still have to get my stuff.